You want to make mom smile this Mother's Day? You can start Mother's Day with flowers or surprise her with gifts from the brands she loves delivered the very same day with DoorDash. Wow, that's a great idea. Moms are such a gift to us and we should treat them the same way with gifts, especially on Mother's Day. I didn't know DoorDash was doing that. That's exceptional. If your mom has a sweet tooth or if she's a tech enthusiast, beauty connoisseur, if she's outdoorsy, no matter what she's into, you can make her smile with a fruit or flower bouquet, makeup, tech gear, workout wear, and more, all deliverable through DoorDash. Get all your Mother's Day gifts all in one place and get 50% off your next order up to $15 when you spend $15 or more on your next flower, convenience, grocery, or retail order now with code THEO. That's T-H-E-O. Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. Today's episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Magic Mind. Flow state now comes in a bottle. If you're tired of coffee, you want to do something different. You want to turn the corner. Magic Mind. It is the organic version of 5-Hour Energy. Give it a try. MagicMind.co. Use promo code THEO for 10% off. Today's guest is one of the um, establishers of the Good Fight Foundation. Uh, he has a, a fight coming up against Conor McGregor on January 23rd. Uh, he's the pride of Louisiana, and, um, and he's the pride of many people. Uh, it is my friend, Mr. Dustin the Diamond Poirier. Is it interesting, kind of, because you're turning more into a, I mean, I guess it's a celebrity, but it's more of like a public figure. Like, what is it? I mean, it's, it starts, there's something else that happens outside of fighting. Yeah. As you, as your popularity gets bigger, you're not doing it, but it happens to you. Yeah. Yeah. You just find yourself in that position somehow. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm happy for it too, because I'm, I'm busy all the time. Before it would just be fights, then downtime, and then hope to get a fight again, start training camp. Now it's like, I have stuff planned. As soon as this fight's over, I have other things going on and. It, it's it's good busy is good but like i said it's just i'm so thin my mind is always thinking about something non-stop that's crazy yeah i don't like the other day i was driving i'm like who the fuck even is this guy anymore <laughs> damn, yeah <bro>. yeah <laughs> damn dude well shit well then i guess i don't know i got I, I don't know if i can uh hit up my bookie and take my money off of dustin Poirier or not dude bro. but if you swipe up now you <laughs> yeah. we'll, match, we'll match your first deposit though theo <laughs> what's your code dustin <laughs> yeah, okay good <laughs> I might have to get in and wager on it. Um, dude, it's pretty crazy to think that two white guys are now going to the Middle East to fight each other. It seems pretty crazy, you know? Yeah, right. Um, Very what, white. What did y'all do for New Year's, man? New Year's, we actually got a hotel room down here in Deerfield, Deerfield Beach. Okay. And uh, it's probably about 10 minutes from my condo. Just to break it up, you know, I've been here since, um, let me think, big beginning of November. So training camp, just training, going to the back to my condo, going to the gym, back to my condo. It just I needed to break it up, and okay. I, thought, I thought New Year's was a good idea to just get a hotel room, get out of my condo, 
and uh, take a morning off. Did you? It was you and your wife. Did you go with the kiddo? How did yeah, you do yeah, it? me, and my wife, and my daughter. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, and this is personal; you don't have to answer it. And, uh, but do you? Is there like a? Do you put a stop on the intimacy of y'all's relationship if you hadn't into a fight? Like, do you fight? I, I hear that about fighters. No, I, I've always heard that about boxing and stuff. They say it takes your legs away or or whatnot. But dude, I've. I've came and knocked people out, and I've not came and knocked people out too. So I don't really believe in it. Damn, damn. Yeah. I wonder if I'd rather have a guy who's already recently ejaculated. Yeah, yeah. knock me out, or a guy that's full of knock me out. You know? Yeah, I guess they're all different. I guess <laughs> I it's just all different. Can't tell, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't feel it. I don't. I don't believe in the in the takes your legs away. I don't think you don't. Nah, I don't think. Wow. So, so, so that's never really been a thing in your head where you're like, okay. I'm when gonna, I was younger, I used to. I used to. Think you did. About, yeah. Dude, I was watching Fightville, and if you uh, if you want to get amped up for anything, if you want to end up spray painting a building, if you want to fight somebody, whatever you want to do, arson, if you go watch Fightville, dude, you <laughs> will be freaking pumped for it. Yeah. Um, when you watch that, do you still relate to that to that Dustin Poirier? Like it's you're get you're you're growing up. Yeah. The last time I watched it was a few years ago, but just sitting there, watch, I feels it feels like such a long time ago, and I'm such a different person. And, do, go about fighting and, and the thoughts of preparing for a fight so much different than man it, it really feels like a different world when I'm watching it I know it's me I'm watching it. I remember going through all the things in the videos but it's just so different man so did they shot it so well yeah it took forever to shoot really they, they, it probably took three years to shoot wow and they have so much fights and footage that aren't even didn't even make it to it the problem was um the guy who was filming it lived in New York with his family and he would just come down periodically whenever he he saw a time in his in his schedule to shoot and he'd come down for three months here a month here so it took a really long time to film the whole thing damn yeah yeah they shot it i was looking they shot it through the cage almost as if they were watching animals a lot of times like in some way you know what i'm saying the the way it looked like yeah very uh yeah like you said like animals tribal very tribal yeah it just had like a i felt like i was watching uh you know, like I remember at LSU, they used to have those videos of Mike the Tiger all the time. They'd shoot him just kind of going through the cage, you know, or doing something. Yeah. And uh, it just reminded me of that. But And RIP to the to the lion. I'm sorry, the tiger at the truck stop right there. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Did he die again? Dude, I, I mean, one time I think is, is yeah. the limit. But. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, bro. Wow, cats have nine lives. Maybe you're right. That's true. But yeah. Louisiana, dude. No, they got a camel there. Did you hear about this? Uh-uh. Yeah, you know what truck stop I'm talking about. Tiger truck stop right right off the, uh, the Basin Bridge. Oh, I don't even know if I've been there. Yeah, dude, on the Chafalaya Bridge, right between Baton Rouge and Lafayette. Yeah. They had the tiger truck stop. Now and they had a real tiger there. there? Yeah. And a camel took his job? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, but the camel, camel recently bit somebody. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's a Louisiana camel, dude, bro. Yeah. Dude, because I think they, they made the camel quit smoking cigarettes. Right, that's why. Right. He's having some withdrawals. Um, dude, when you watch, uh, what's going to be different, you think, like heading into this fight? What do you think could be different about it? Dude, every, every fight's different. Whether it's the same opponent, like this is a rematch, or or a completely guy, a different guy, never fought before. Every fight's so different because I'm in a different place in my life, in my my, you know, life's different every fight. So, just trying to learn and uh, be smart moving forward. You know, not just in fighting, but in life. Just trying to move with with strategy and not emotion, man. And, and that's that's the that's my goal. You know, it, so you feel that for like in the ring and out of the ring. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And in preparation for the fight, not, you know, if I feel like I'm redlining a little bit, my body's run down, I'll pull back a little bit and, and rest up and just more about quality than quantity at this point in my career. I still feel young and feel great, but uh, I, I would just 
my goal is to stay in love with what I do. And I feel like sometimes I can overwork myself or put so much into it mentally that I start to hate it. And I don't want that. That's a fine line. I got to walk. Right. Yeah. Cause I've been doing this a long time. Yeah. I can imagine, especially this past year, because there was a couple times you were going to fight Yeah, and it got pulled back. Um, did you come and start a training camp at one point and then have to call it off? Yeah, I think two times that happened. The Tony Ferguson fight, we were supposed to fight in Abu Dhabi. And then uh, that kind of fell apart. I'm trying to think of the other one. I think there was two times I came thinking that I was probably going to get a fight and ended up going home. Damn. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it's, it's not done in vain because I come here, I get pushed. I learn new things with these guys, you know, surrounded by a bunch of great professional fighters and uh, coaches. So, it's nothing lost coming and doing that. It's just a mental, you know, reps. I'm revving the engine up and then not, not getting a race. Yeah. Does, um, when you, uh, when you look at whatever you did to prepare the first time you fought Connor to, to what you do to prepare for, to fight for him this time, is there anything different? Like what's kind of, I mean, I know you're a different person and I know every fight is different. You're taking the fight at a different point in your life. So, you know, who you are and what you're even going to be doing is, is evolved and is, you know, is coming in with a different template. But is there anything like kind of specifically that you guys are trying to do? You know, just uh, let my skills and, and work ethic and fighting do the job. You know, of course, the mental plays a huge part in it, but just not getting tangled up in the, in the, the mental aspect of trying to hurt this guy or this isn't about payback. It's not a revenge fight for me. Of course, those, of course, those things are great. You know, I go out there and beat him. Those are all part of this storyline and all of things that I'm gonna think about and be happy with, but that's not the driving force of each day. Um, I'm driven by the main goal of becoming the world champion, to being the best. And I know that a win over a guy like this at the point of our careers, it etches my name in the history books on its own page. I'm in the books. Yeah, oh, I'm you're in, in the honorable mentions right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, that back yeah. page. Yeah, that Theosaurus page. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm under that. I'm in, in there somewhere. I'm trying to get my own my own numbered page here. And I think a win over this guy does that. It cements me as a legitimate combat sports professional in a time that that's full of great athletes. You know, Connor, Khabib, um, in, in mixed martial arts. Oh yeah. And uh, you know him fighting Floyd. It's just so much history involved in this fight the full circle fighting him again now becoming the interim champ switching weight class just so much going into this that i know what a win does for not only me and my legacy but for my family their future financially i know i know what comes with the win and i'm ready my i'm ready to bear that weight now at this point in my career man do you feel like um have you guys had any communication me, uh me you and connor? connor yeah we uh spoke on social media kind of that got this fight started up we were mm -hmm. going to do like a during the pandemic nothing was happening and we were going to do like a charity right i remember that event that was real he, he wanted to put that on in ireland and uh, of course if, if it was possible i was going to do it and that just kind of came out of the blue kind of i mean i'm not sure how how it came maybe i tweeted him or he tweeted me something and then we kind of went back and forth and that's and then boom it was there because that was because I remember you and I were talking after the Tony like the Tony thing was gonna happen that the, they could never get the they never got offered you guys the right money it kind of was back and forth and then and then it went away yeah. and there was that feeling of like now like kind of now what what do I do and then this I mean this came along it was almost like uh, not like a blessing because I mean it's a fight you right. know but it's like it was almost like the most perfect scenario it's the biggest fight Besides a title fight in mixed martial arts, you can get a fight with Conor McGregor. Yeah. You know? Maybe even combat sports. If, you, if, if Mayweather's retired or what's going on. But, I mean, those two guys in combat sports right now are probably the biggest opponents you could be standing across the, um, 
the battlefield from. So to get a fight of that magnitude, I was excited when it came together. Um, and I know what, like I said, what it brings. A win over Connor brings a lot more exposure and, and it brings a title shot. You know? Do you think like, uh, do you have any like keys going into the fight? Like, um, if we get to this far, then I have this better chance, or um, you know, it, that I have this different strategy. I mean, I know some of you might not want to share, but like going into it, is there just something? Because the first fight just ended in the first round, you know, and I, I'm sure that feels so deflating because you like you never really, you guys were just kind of getting into the dance. Yeah, I didn't even get to fight. You know, the fight didn't even get to blossom. You know, I. Uh, but that's fighting. Anything can happen under those lights. I. Um, I want, if you're talking about game plan, what I want is for us to to both be dripping blood and, and hurting and, and suffering early in the fight. Jesus then we Christ. can find out who's the real fighter. You know, that's what I want. I want to be bleeding with a minute off the first round clock. I want oh, us yeah. both to be bleeding and really have to dig down and see who's the better fighter, see who, who really wants to be in there, you know, because I don't have a safety net. This is, I, I want to be in there. Yeah. And I know that. I know that. And uh, I'd like to find out if he does. <laughs> Damn, fuck, and 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 I don't and I, I, that's uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, like I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to getting busted open. But if we can get the fight to that point to where both of us are tired and bleeding, then we can see who who has more grit and who has more want. And I think I win that fight ten out of ten times. Dang, bro. Damn. Yeah. yeah, you're one of those psychos, bro. I'm not sorry. No offense, you're right here, but you're one of those guys that like you like to go. It's almost like you're like one of those guys that like repels, like a spelunker. You like to just repel into the depths of your own freaking darkness, man, <laughs> and just and fucking see what's in there, bro. Yeah, remember, remember those sticky things back in the day? You throw them on the wall, and they were kind of like yeah, stick, climb down the wall. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like that into yeah. the depths of hell. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I. I no, but I think you've always said you learned something about yourself there. I mean, you told me one time that you, like, in a fight, win or lose, that you there's something that coming out of the other side of a fight that you're just a different person. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like a spiritual pushing yourself and going out there. And I can't, it's hard to explain, but coming out and going through the fire, you're, you're a little bit different um, every time, I, I feel. Do you, um, Connor's like a celebrity, you know? Connor's like, a, I mean, he's like the Billy Elliot of Ireland, basically. And, do you, is it different fighting like a celebrity, do you feel like? Like, is there any added thing to it? Does it feel different than fighting just a fighter? Maybe on the lead up to it, uh, there's a lot more cameras around this training camp. There's a lot more interview requests and media requests and all kinds of things like that. But other than that, the actual fighting part is the fight. You know, none of that comes in there with you. So I, I don't think it's going to be any different. When the cage locks and the bell rings, it's going to be a scrap, you know, and at this point in my career, all the extra stuff, like I've been doing this long enough and done so many interviews and videos and it's not a big deal anymore. I don't enjoy doing it all. I like to train. I don't want the camera there when I'm in training camp, but it was there a lot this time. But I think this is my sixth main event in a row. So all these past events have been full of uh, media as well. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of the normal, I guess. Dude, I don't want the camera there. They had the camera there today when I was training here at this gym, man. And it was, yeah, you know. I'm gonna have to rent a wheelchair, man. It was uh, got a little rocky at the end. <laughs> um, do you feel like if, when you think back to your first fight with Connor and uh, and if you and if I'm bugging you talking about it, just let me know. No, dude, nothing's off the table. I'm 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 comfortable 
because it's fascinating with, with, I mean, with anything like, i feel fascinated i get to talk to somebody who's about to go fi- like fighting like the craze like the fight like there's a lot of people fighting like after school next month like that this month that nobody gives a fuck about like there'll be maybe 12 people there yeah, yeah. but this is the fight that this is the after school fight that everybody is gonna be at yeah the um clock strikes noon yeah man yeah. i mean people are gonna be there bro i'm gonna be sick of this i'm gonna it's be a duel. sucking a, on my bag of milk you showdown know? yeah um do you do you think when you think back to the first time you fought you were i mean were you nervous going into that one do you feel differently going into the fight now i i feel more confident in who i am i know who i am now i know what i can take i know um the depths i might have to go the uncomfortable limit that might get reached in there i'm i'm okay and more understanding of those things and and accepting of them but uh yeah, I just we got to get in there and 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 start moving around and and just I, I want to get in there and feel the rhythm and and feel the feel what's going on. You know, I'm excited to 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 get in there and I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah, that's the thing. Damn. You know, and that but that's why I'm so uh, I'm confident. Like I said in my preparation and and the fighter I am, I know I can trust myself when it gets ugly in there. But um, that, that's why I'm not scared to talk about anything because there's no it's truth. Fighting is truth. Like I can't go in there and. And then pretend or fake it in there. You know right. what's going to happen is going to happen. I'm going to win or I'm going to lose. It's white and black. There's right. no, no gray area. So I'm not scared to talk about any of those aspects about fights because what, there's nothing to hide. You're right. going to see it January yeah. 23rd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're going to spend yeah. the 60 bucks on pay per view, and you're going to you're going to see it. So there's no reason to even try to beat around the bush. I, I'm prepared. I'm focused. Um, I know I can beat anybody in the world. I feel like I'm one of the best at 155 pounds walking the earth at this given time damn bro that sounds almost egyptian when you say it. i uh hieroglyphics yeah I, uh, <laughs> yeah and, and that's just it man i'm uh, a lot of the work I, has I, been I, done you've done a lot of the work yeah and i think a lot of times i was fighting um i was i was accomplishing things that maybe my skill but that's tough to say my skill level wasn't there yet but i was beating guys and ri- rising up through the ranks and and getting myself in in big fights but I was just learning on the job, and I'm still doing that. You know, I'm still learning. I'm going to learn on the walk to this one. I've, I've been learning all training camp. This is a whole new journey. I have to go to Abu Dhabi. I have to quarantine in Vegas. Um, you know, I'm leaving this weekend. This is usually I'm still sparring and still doing strength and conditioning. Now I'm getting on flights and quarantining. So it's just a different landscape in 2020 or 2021 to, to go out and, and put on one of the biggest events on pay-per-view and fighting. And I'm just rolling with the punches, you know, that, and that's just it. But I'm, I'm confident in the work I put in. And like I said, I know I can beat anybody in the world. I just have to be mentally in the moment. That's, what, that's where this yeah. comes down to. I need to be in the moment to execute. You know, yeah. Execution is worship, man. And I just need to be able to execute that night. You know, 25 minutes. He can be better than me the rest of the year. I just need 25 minutes, January 23rd. That's not even a half hour, though. That's, dude, my daughter was conceived in less time. Though. Oh, damn, bro. Yeah. Hey, I believe it. Yeah, but so, I've done some things myself, but yeah. 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 But that's just... That's, that's fighting. That's life. That's where I'm at mentally. I feel like a lot of years, maybe my physical was here and my mental was, was catching up or, you know, but I feel like at, at next, uh, in the next couple of weeks, I'll be 32 years old. I feel like the physical and the mental has finally started to align and I'm at, and I'm just at my prime right now. Yeah. 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 Well, it's just been interesting, man. Even since you and I become friends with it, it's just been interesting where you've just kind of gone as a person, you know, it's just like we're getting to those ages where you just are, you, you kind of change a little bit, you know, you just yeah. kind of come into some comfortability. Yeah, and I'm more, uh, like, I, like I said, accepting of who I am. I know who I am now. So I'm okay with the situations I'm in. Right. I don't know if that, like, in my mind, I don't feel overwhelmed or uncomfortable. Oh, I just yeah, feel like, totally. hey, 
I'm this. I'm I'm, I'm supposed to be here. Right. I belong here. And it fits. It does. Some, yeah. There, I can totally relate it in stand up comedy. There used to be times where I would go. Like one time I had to get on a show with Bill Burr's about five years ago maybe and I had to go before him on a show and I'm like nervous. I'm backstage like going over my jokes in my head like just and I'm just nervous. I'm thinking about everything I'm going to be doing with my body and then I go out there and I'm not even really enjoying it. I'm doing my job and I'm doing it fine and it's in a big stage but I'm not really as present as I would like to be because I'm still in my mind getting comfortable with the size of the of the environment. Yeah. And then now if I were to go on stage before him or, after, you know, with some of these guys, I just, not that I'm still not honored and I'm still not excited and everything, but I just, I've been there. The jacket feels like, okay, I know what this jacket feel, feels like. Yeah, same yeah. exact thing. Like, I've been there. Yeah. I know this is a different fight, a different stage. More, or, more is on the line, but I've, I've been here. It's, it's uh, I'm acquainted with this uncomfortable feeling and I kind of know what to expect. And, and as I'm getting older and more mature, and I'm, like I said, I still feel young. I have another five years of fighting Fuck yeah. yeah. 10 years. Yeah. I, uh, you know, I feel great, but I know every time I make that walk is, is one less time that I'm going to be able to make that walk. So I'm enjoying it more. Yeah. You know, when I was young and just fighting and, and trying to get the, the win and trying to get the checks and trying to get sponsors and just going crazy in a rush. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, monster world, energy all night. Dude, in a whirlwind yeah. of just like caring about everything. And now I'm just caring about the, the, the art of it and the process of the fight. I'm enjoying that, that more. Native is aluminum-free deodorant, and it's a great addition to your 2021 routine. Native cares about what you put in your armpits. Native, I'll repeat that. Native cares about what you put in your armpit. None of their products are tested on animals, and everything is vegan. And I'd be damned if I've ever seen an animal wearing uh, deodorant anyway. Even though I, I think I have seen a raccoon put on deodorant. Because, you know, they're, they're always in there, you know, eating an old chunk of cabbage or doing a little lip gloss. You can choose from over 10 cents, including their classics and rotating seasonal. Smell seasonal. Why smell the same in January as you do in September? Make the switch to Native today by going to nativedeo.com slash Theo. Or use promo code Theo at checkout. And get 20% off your first order. That's N-A-T-I-V-E-D-E-O dot com slash Theo. Or use promo code Theo at checkout for 20% off your first order. Do you have a hard time taking pills? Do you have a hard time staying hard? Well, solve it all with Blue Chew. Get the only Sildenafil and Tadalafil chewables by visiting BlueChew.com. If you like doing sex or if you like masturbating yourself and touching yourself when you're hard, they can help you. And they're good people over there that do it. Blue Chew offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom. You get the first chewables with the active ingredients, Sildenafil or Tadalafil. BlueChew.com. Their affiliated physicians work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that is best for you. But we're talking BlueChew.com, made in the USA. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code Theo. Just pay $5 shipping. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. Promo code Theo. Enjoy that hardness. 
you've all, I mean, you've become this good vibe. You got this whole good vibe tribe going with you now. Like every time I see your Instagram, you're just feeling good. You're living like, it's almost like you're like Jimmy Buffett's stepson or something, you know, like <laughs> you're just having a good time, you know, like, you're, yeah. it seems like you're loving life. You know, what do you think uh, is some of the stuff that's going on? And maybe it's just and, the stuff you've been talking about. Yeah. I'm just happier with, with reality, I guess. I don't know what you can say, but I'd be lying if I sat up here and said, um, I don't have bad days. You know, we all have bad days, but I felt like in the last couple of years, I've been able to get more used to slapping myself back in shape, you know, and just, and seeing the better things and just staying in, in a place of gratitude. Like we spoke before about, I feel like it's easier for me to do that. Cause I have so much to be thankful for and grateful for. And, uh, I'm, I'm happy about those things, you know, yeah. I just gotta, if I do have those days where I'm kind of down or overworked or I just, you know, I, I get to do this. I don't have to, and I'm happy that I'm in a position to do it. And, and like you said, with the foundation and stuff like that, I'm, I have so much good things and, and so much positivity on my back that I'm carrying that I just use that as momentum in every day. I feel, I just feel good, man. I'm yeah. happy with the guy I look at in the mirror. And I think that's most important. It's inspiring, man. I mean, you've definitely, honestly, you've really inspired me over the years, man. I appreciate that. That, that, that means a lot to me, man. And it's, and I'm not trying to, you know, so thank you. That means even more. Yeah. That's what I I'm, think I, people see. Is I'm just, something... I'm just a man. Yeah. Not the man, not yeah. he man. Yeah. And, and I'm happy with the guy and I'm just trying to do good stuff, man, and, and fight good fights and work as hard as I can and put my family in a good position. And it's fucking incredible ride. It's all we can all do, man. Yeah. Right. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's what some of the inspiration is. It's like you just see somebody doing kind of like what we can all do if we, you know, get up and, and stay focused and apply ourselves. I feel like that's what the vibe that I get. Thank you, man. I appreciate um, that. You, did you and did you lose your first UFC fight? Wasn't you didn't win? I won my first UFC. You fight. did? Yeah. It was actually it just made 10 years ago the other day. Was oh, my, it was uh, some fight I was looking at. I was just looking through all your fights, and it was one. It was like for some reason on the chart they have it. Maybe uh, my first fight in the WEC. I don't remember because I was just going to ask you: Was it tough to have that first experience where it felt like you didn't get I, the, the first loss of my professional career was uh, in Las Vegas in the WEC, and UFC or Zufa owned the WEC. They eventually absorbed all the fighters and, and moved them over to the UFC. Mm -hmm. But it was like. Um, it was a decision, I think. Yeah, I lost a decision in my first professional loss. Was that pretty spook? Was it like after, do you feel like after that, did you feel like kind of like, what, what kind of happened? Dude, yeah. every loss is heartbreaking, but that one hurt me financially because like I was oh. fighting on the local scene. Hey, you need those bucks, yeah. bro. Yeah, I thought, oh shit, I'm, I'm going to Vegas. I'm fighting on TV. I'm about to really make it. And then your corners, flights get deducted and your medicals get deducted and this yeah. and that gets deducted and you lose the fight and then you're like damn i was making more fighting in 10 minutes from my house man. yeah you know <laughs> and i have a uh, i just bought a house me and my wife oh. we were 19 years old we bought our, our first house so i had a mortgage you know i had grown, damn, grown man bills man dude i was uh keep my head above water i was riding a bicycle to work and stuff damn but that the financial part of that i mean the loss obviously broke my broke my heart and it hurt um, but the financial part, I thought I finally made it. I'm in the WC. I'm signed. I'm going to Las Vegas to fight. Oh, I bet, bro. You, know? you show up. Yeah. Take that L home with yeah. you. <laughs> Damn, bro. Yeah. Did they give you a special box to put the L in? Nah, man. You had to carry it. <laughs> oh, come on, bro. Then they charged me on the plane to bring it back. <laughs> it was spirit. I flew spirit. Dog, dude, I'm no joke. I saw two dogs fight each other on a Spirit Airlines <laughs> flight, bro. About four months ago, I was flying somewhere on Spirit, and I knew they were beefing in the line at check-in. I never flown Spirit, dude. It's basically like it's like playing a video game. It it's kind of the like uh, the city bus of the air. <laughs> it really is, yeah. dog. Yeah. One guy got off. One guy halfway through the flight just got off. It was his stop. <laughs> yeah, dude, <I> was like, <laughs> so that blew my mind. Yeah. But two people had dogs, bro, and finally they let them go, bro. 
and they finished it up, dude. The pilot comes on and starts the betting odds. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> One of them is fighting Henry Cejudo soon, I think. Yeah, actually. yeah. So Triple C. It was uh, it was that de- it was definitely it must have been on some on some sort of card. Um, <laughs> Michael Chandler and uh, Dan Hooker might be on that card with you guys. I saw that, dude. That's a great fight and, and uh, a a good test for Chandler to see where he's at in the pecking order of the lightweight division because oh. they're tossing him in the top end, which he should be, man. You know, he's one of the best 155ers out there. He's, he's definitely, I mean, he's a hard worker. I mean, he's, you know, he's done obviously wonderful in Bellator. He's, he's a really nice guy. Um, Dude, I've, I've met him. Um, he actually went out of his way to come shake my hand and, yeah, he and said that. introduce himself. And I was like, man, this, is, this seems like a really straight shooter, a really good guy. Man, he's a nice dude. Yeah. And he works so hard. Uh, I mean, all of you guys do, especially at your level. I mean, it's your full-time job. Yeah. What do you think about that fight? I mean, you haven't fought in Chandler, but you've gotten a fight hooker. Do you have any thoughts on that fight? I, um, it, it'll be, I think it'll come down to, I think, uh, hooker beats him on the feet. I, I do. And, uh, I think the length, you know, Chandler's not a tall guy. Hooker's really long and, and a better boxer than I thought he was. Good timing. Uh, tough to get his rhythm. He, he's a, hooker's a tough fight for anybody. I think it'll be if Chandler can get the takedowns. And if he does, can he keep him down? I think it's it's going to be a 15-minute fight if it's on the same card as us. Mm-hmm. So he might, you know, if he starts getting takedowns and getting dominant position, he might be able to win a decision. I'm not saying he can't finish Hooker. He can, he can finish him, but uh, I, I would lean towards Hooker on that one, man. Yeah. I, I, I don't know the odds. I don't know the odds, but I would give Hooker a slight edge. Just Anis Chandler's first fight in the UFC, I'm sure he has a lot, of, uh, a lot on his back, a lot to prove. But oh, like that's a good point. But like you said, he's a veteran. He's been fighting big names and stuff like that for a long time, so he, he that might not even phase him, you know. Um, what will your uh, quarantine be like? So I leave here Saturday. Mm-hmm. Go to Vegas. Actually, take a COVID test tomorrow morning. Leave here Saturday. When I land in Vegas, I take another test. I quarantine two days there. Mm-hmm. After quarantine, I get on a flight to Abu Dhabi. We fly from Vegas to Abu Dhabi. When I land there, I, cor- I uh, get tested again. It's a nice flight, huh? They're uh, chartering. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, you going private? Uh, I'll be hungry. I can't eat. I'll be cutting, you know, starting the weight cut. No stuff, so, way. Yeah, yeah, You can't be on a plane the whole time. You can't have a snack? Dude, a couple almonds. You can't have nothing? Nothing. I mean, we'll see. Almonds, yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the thing. People I, might, I might actually fast on the flight. I might do the... Uh, uh, here oh, that especially helps. if you're going to Middle East, bro. Yeah. Get some dates when I get off. Oh, yeah, huh? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. But landing in Abu Dhabi take a test, quarantine two days there, and then I'm free to, to move around the uh, hotel that UFC has bubbled off and the training rooms and all the stuff they have there. I'm, I'm not sure what amenities exactly they're going to have. but So everybody will be there. Uh, will you see Connor before the fight, do you think? Is there, yeah, is I'm that, sure. I'm sure. Really? Like yeah. at the breakfast bar or something? Is it that, is that, is it that kind of vibe? Because uh, that seems weird as hell. Yeah. I mean, but that's any fight. Any fight, we usually stay at the same area. We have press conferences before, so we run into each other before fights. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Do you feel, what do you feel like that interaction will be like? I, I have no clue. I mean, we might, but you don't have any anim. I mean, you don't have no, but, uh, I, I want to fight. Yeah. 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 Man, no, I... no anger or animosity towards him. I'm not going to be a dick and go like, go out of my way to try to harass the guy or get in his face. I'm, I'm not really, we're fighting right for money that Saturday. So there's no reason to yeah, fuck things yeah, there's up. There's no reason to do it early. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's no reason to freaking, yeah, be fighting over a yogurt at the damn yeah, breakfast. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. do it. Fucking, let's make the money. Right. Yeah. Right. Dang, bro. How do you see the fight going out? Do you play it out in your head? Kind of, do you, it must be so hard to wait for that moment. It's just like, it is man. 
It is. God, it's like, if we're all waiting, we're all like, Jesus Christ, you know? Yeah, just over in your head, the anxiety is so high. You know, you're just like, the good thing is like, once your music starts playing and they, they say your name and you start walking, then yeah. it's over. Like, you know, oh, then you're yeah. just doing it. You, there's no, no time to think then. That's the, and that's the best part for me. Once, once I start walking and stuff, then it's just, it's go time. There's no, there's no thinking. It's too late to, to think. It's time right. to react, you know? Some guys do too much on the walk in, you know? Yeah. They do too much. It is too much. They triple pray or something like some of that's too much. Yeah, they have a dance routine. Or... Some of it's too much. Yeah. I don't mind a little for me anyway. I'm just a regular viewer, but I don't mind a little, but sometimes it's too much, you know? Yeah, maybe to the casual, like uh, filthy casuals or whatever they call them. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is that that extra stuff might be cool, you know, like like some guy pulls a dove out under his arm. Yeah, you know? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. they got some wild cats, yeah. dude. Yeah, it's getting pretty flamboyant out walks there. You out. Yeah, you know, a lot of the uh, you know, Connor's definitely a guy who's been you know, he has like the most flamboyance you could have. I mean, he's the Ric Flair almost. Yeah, yeah, he's like the Irish Ric Flair, you know, uh, and he does it super well. Yeah, he, he is. <laughs> I remember, like, there was a time when you and I talked a couple years ago, and you were like, that's not really your thing, you know, like, trying to be that. I understand it, but it's right. just not, yeah. It's, it's not, not your thing. No. And I, did you feel like at a, at a point that maybe you wouldn't be able to get to certain levels of popularity because you didn't have that, but, but now you've gotten there with your own way? Yeah, I'll just keep gunning it out, you know, keep working, keep grinding, and, and hopefully one day put myself in a position to fight for the belt, which I have, and I'm trying to do it again here. But I'm not going to go that route. You know, I understand it. I understand it's entertainment and stuff like that. I just don't, don't like it, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a turn off for me. Even when I see other guys do it, I'm like, oh, fuck. Some of it's too much. Yeah. Some people, yeah, they bring a little, they got to go for something yeah. on them. They yeah. do something. Yeah. They're doing wild. They bring voodoo dolls or whatever. Yeah. They, they don't, there's no limits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's getting wild. Yeah. Do you feel like it's getting weirder overall though? Or you feel like in the end it's going to stay kind of where it is? I think it's going to stay where it's at. I, I think uh, since kind of first came on the scene, I've seen a huge rise in it. You know, like a lot of guys that start trying to. Yeah, Sugar have, Sean's a guy. Yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's a guy that likes the pump and the, you know. I've seen more of it since Connor became a superstar, you know. But also you have to be able to fight. You can't just be yeah. a joker out there getting your ass whipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, you can't go out there and juggle a couple times yeah. and then get your ass beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah. Um, then you have to like stay fair. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, do you, um, do you, uh, do you how do you see the fight kind of playing out do you envision that kind of thing like what do you yeah but it's just like so many ways it could play out I, he does uh, those kicks early remember yeah he, he throws a lot of spin kicks wheel kicks he's a good athlete man he's a, he's an impressive athlete. oh yeah it's almost like it's like uh watching that capoeira that brazilian dance kind of like he has a lot of that in him yeah he he, he does and he got those long good arms. comparison um a little bit of unpredictability with the spinning kicks and, and stuff like that and the shoulders and, and knees. You know, it's a, it's a no-holds-barred fight, though, so those things are expected. In, right. You know, anything could happen. But I, I, I really feel like I'm going to go out there and be more in tune with the flow in there, um, touch him, make him miss. And I just, I just want the fight to blossom, and I want to see who's the better fighter. Yeah. And like I said, I think we need to be – I can suffer more. I, I – we, we need to be damaging each other and we need, both need to dig down. And I want it to be that kind of uh, performance. I want it to be gritty. I want to leave a piece of myself in there. And I want him to do the same. And I want to see who gets our, you know, who, who comes out with their hand raised. I envision, you, I envision a lot of different things happening uh, and, and the fight going different ways. But at the end, I always envision me winning, you know, getting back on that long flight home with a win. Come and see my daughter. That, that feels so good, you know. And whatever it takes to, to get to make that a reality, I'm willing to do. So let's just go. Would you kill him? I don't want to. I, I mean, I don't want to. 
Yeah. I don't want to kill anybody. Yeah, I feel you, man. Yeah, but that's not that. I'm not. A, that's not a goal. Yeah, that's not a goal. Okay. No, I like that. No. I respect that, bro. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be that guy. No, I don't wish that on anybody. Yeah, you're right, man. I shouldn't even ask that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was still. You never know. Yeah. You know, what no. if years from now we find out that you were a serial killer in Lafayette? You know, people would be like, "I knew it, bro. He had it in him." You know, dude, yeah, <laughs> dude, yeah. I mean, but I never admitted it. Yeah, but he never yeah. admitted it, bro. Yeah. Dude, that'd be so gangster if you were a freaking UFC champion and a serial killer. That's crazy, dude. Bro. I'm watching a thing on a Unabomber right now. That dude's fucking weird, man. Yeah, yeah. He's a weird. Did he seem interesting at all or no? Yeah, dude. He lived in a shack out in the woods. And he was mailing bombs and leaving <laughs> clues and stuff. Dude, what a weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, he took a shit in his neighbor's bathtub and left uh -uh. it. Yeah. Dude, I'll tell you a good story. So my friend used to be a moving man, like a furniture guy, you know? And he had to work for Regis Philbin one time and move his furniture. And he, he said Regis was so rude to him that he ended up taking a crap in his bathtub and left it in there. Nice. So... <laughs> He ever, mailed, a, he ever mailed out any bombs? <laughs> no, no, he didn't do any of that, man. Yeah. I don't, no, he never really went to that next oh, level. Yeah, yeah, stayed on that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He stayed on that servant. That, yeah, yeah that, but that's a special place, too, though. <laughs> that is, bro. That's a yeah. special place. Dude, what if you ever, say one day you retire years down the road, 15, 25 years down the road. Uh, we should do, like, some fight campaign or something. That'd be fun, huh? If yeah. I learned enough about fighting, I'd have to learn a lot more. Yeah. You kind of inspired me. I was like, man, maybe I should do a... a talk about fighting podcasts or something like that but then i just thought about all, all the other stuff i have going on and man i just I, I don't know if i can have time to do it you could do it later yeah yeah you got a lot going on because i would love to talk about fights you know yeah I, I really would yeah do you feel like that now do you feel like you kind of uh because i remember we talked in the past maybe about a school or something you were like i don't know if i would really want to do that do you have any different thoughts on it now I, but you're still like in it though yeah I, and i just signed a new eight fight contract with ufc oh, and my plan my plan is to yes. fight fight eight more times you know, I want to finish yeah. this this contract I'm on, eight fights, fight eight more times, and we'll see where we're at there. But I'm not looking past that or before that. I'm, I'm going to fight eight more times. That's you know, crazy, dude. I don't know if the world can handle eight more. Dude, I don't know if my, my brain can. They're good. <laughs> dude, damn, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. That last one was a rough one, man. That was a wild yeah, card, yeah. huh? I remember, yeah, you came back after oh, the Oh, yeah. Hotel. Fuck you were there, bro. Thanks for coming out. Yeah, oh, no worries, Yeah, man. that was awesome. That was that exciting. Was awesome. And then you wanted to sit and, and then we sat and watched the fight, dude. That yeah, was so cool. Yeah. That was awesome. Man. That was really awesome. Had a good group there. That was a good group, dude. What are you guys doing for, uh, what, were you, what will people in Lafayette be doing for the fight? I'm not sure. I know some people are going to bars. Um, Is there anything big planned? Is Good Fight doing anything? We were thinking about trying to get a restaurant like we did uh, for this last fight. We just haven't locked anything down yet. We, we just... Uh, Put together a big thing with the Boys and Girls Club of, of Acadiana. Oh, so really? We, yeah, we're doing a big thing with them, actually. Um, next year, or well, this year, 2021, we're doing uh, tutors for all of their six locations. Oh, wow. Uh, for the year, because, you know, social distancing and the learning kids at home, you know, it's, it's, it's been a mess. Mm -hmm. So we're going to help them get tutors to, to the children's homes and also transportation to and from the Boys and Girls Clubs for the year for the kids. Oh, gang. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pumped about that. The Good Fight Foundation is doing that. And then Connor's donating some money to the Good Fight Foundation, and we're going to open up a gym in lafayette for really uh, for the chill yeah for no. the kids. yeah yeah, yeah so. dude that's awesome so it's just for kids or is it for white belts also they're adults we're gonna do kids. that are near 40 nah we're gonna do kids oh like damn. uh in school but i have a gym there dude you're always welcome in my gym dude yeah, you have beginners classes uh no nah. but my buddy's gym does oh he does yeah 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 my gym is kind of like just a, a private gym we just do pro training there but my buddy has a 
beginner jiu-jitsu classes and stuff, dude, I'd love to jump in one if, you, if you're back in town. Dude, that'd be awesome, yeah. man. I'll put the gi back on. You, would you really? It's, yeah, it's been a while. I haven't put a gi on in, in a while. So, 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 so you, the training that you do is different than like the classes and stuff. You're just, you're training with fighters. Yeah, mostly. Some, sometimes I'm working just with jiu-jitsu instructors if we're working on things. Mm -hmm. But uh, beginning of my career, even as a pro, beginning of my pro career, I would do a lot of gi and stuff because I was in Louisiana and didn't have as much classes to choose from. I didn't have as many pro fighters around me, so I would substitute training sessions in regular classes because that's oh, all yeah. I had. You know, I had to learn. Oh, you'd see four kids fighting in a remedial reading class in fucking Vermilion Paris. Yeah, and then I'd ask them to drill that again. How do you do that again? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. that's how I learned. Yeah. Some guy just beating the vowels into somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, getting AR reader points and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, but it's been a while since I've done a, just like a gi jiu-jitsu class. Oh, yeah, man. I've been choked out so many times last month. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. It's God, fun. It's, it's fun, man. Right? Dude, it's so much fun. I never knew how, like, I leave out of there, dude, and I fucking hope a cop pulls me over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I know it's going to fucking be me or him. <laughs> One know? of us got to go. Yeah, yeah. I just leave out of there feeling fucking different, yeah. dog, you know? Yeah. Like the guy, when I get to the gas station, he fucking knows I'm using my, he knows I'm paying card and he knows I'm in and out, yeah, you know? Yeah, Everybody, I just feel like you, you start to get a different little bit of confidence. I, you get you, a different family too, because it's like, you know, you, you don't realize how big the subculture of jujitsu is unless you're in into it. Mm -hmm. But like you start training and you get friends and stuff at the gym and then you start going to competitions or talking about jiu-jitsu with them and then you go to barbecues and then you're like fuck this is my friends now yeah you have a whole new set of a family really at the gym that's what happened to me yeah yeah i was like damn like these are my these are my family and friends now you know just from training with them yeah yeah dude i go to this restaurant and uh, i go in there and two of the guys from the uh mma class in nashville are both work there one of them does the oysters. This guy on hell, dude. He's fucking Camaro and these oysters yeah. open back there, dude. Oh, dude he's I fucking got it. a crab leg and he's got it in a fucking uh, I need some oysters, Marcellus man. choke, you know? Yeah. It's fucking <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, and one thing I noticed, like just my confidence, like I've only been in like maybe 15 classes, so I'm, let's don't get, you know, don't anybody come at me. But, um, but I noticed just my, like... I used to feel like if I got in a fight, somebody was going to beat me up, but I would also be scared at the same time. Now I just feel like somebody's going to beat me up. Right. I don't feel like I'm also going to be scared. Yeah. That's, and that's good. That's growth. So it's, yeah, it's just crazy. And I never, I always like, oh, fuck, dude. Because it would suck to get beat up and be being scared at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And then the longer you do it, the next step, I think, is everything starts to look like a lapel. Like, really? Oh, this guy's shirt. He wore a fucking jacket today. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, I cross choke you with that. Yeah, everything starts to look like a lapel. Oh, this guy's got long eyelashes. Oh, dude, oh, I can choke him. I can yeah. wrap him up with that. <laughs> I'm gonna choke this guy with his oh, mustache. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Everything is a weapon. Um, who is who gets to go with you? So, you, will Mike Brown and those guys go with you this time? Yeah. So, um, my boxing coach and kickboxing coach are gonna stay behind and catch the next charter. Mike mm -hmm. Brown's gonna come with me to Vegas and come with me to Abu Dhabi and. Uh, the rest of my team and my wife will get there, I think, four days after, after I get there. So it's good. They'll, they'll go through their two-day quarantine when they land, and then we'll all be able to start training and stuff. But I'll be out there 13 days before the fight, so I think that'll be enough because we're also fighting early morning Abu Dhabi time. Mm -hmm. So at first, I thought I needed to get out there to get adjusted to the time, um, but the, the, the card's going live, normal pay-per-view time here. So 10 Eastern, the pay-per-view goes live. Wow. But it'll be whatever it is, 8 or 9 a.m., there what a night of fights. It's going to be the biggest fight since Trump Biden, I think. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. You it know? Is, it'll be up there. Or since COVID, Moderna, since that new vaccine came out.
Look, it's a new year and it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's time for us to start thinking about our bodies and our self-care. And sometimes it's hard these days because we're going fast. We're on the move. That's why Beach Body On Demand offers over 1,500 at-home workouts plus nutrition plans. So no matter what your goals are, they got that program that will help you build and keep healthy habits. That's where it starts. This is the company behind P90X, Insanity, and 21 Day Fix. Now check out some of Beachbody's newest programs, Muscle Burns Fat and 80 Day Obsession. Millions of people have gotten well and gotten healthy and created good habits. You can be one of them. To get a special free trial, no obligation membership, text T-H-E-O to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform, all the workouts, nutritional information, get them eaters. Just text T-H-E-O to 303030. That's the number 303030. Look, start a program. Get in shape. Take care of yourself. You feel good when you do good. And I believe that you can do it. Today's episode is also brought to you by Athletic Greens. They've basically taken all the the, the time it takes and the wear and tear on your neck to eat a big salad. In the old days, you got to eat 40 carrots. You got to eat nine celeries. Those are over. I get my Athletic Greens. I get a water. Pour the Athletic Greens in. Put an ice cube in. Mix it up. And I'm good as gold, baby. Simply visit athleticgreens.com slash T-H-E-O and join health experts, athletes, and health-conscious go-getters around the world who make daily commitments to their everyday health. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com and you'll get a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. That's right. They're offering our audience free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Many of the population are vitamin D deficient. doesn't have to be you. Visit athleticgreens.com slash Theo and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. So what will you do to like adjust like your sleep patterns and stuff? Will you? Like what did you, what I'm, did I'm you not, learn last time that you went there? See, last time we fought on UAE time. So this is completely different. Ah, uh, I see what you're saying. So you're fighting on the US time. Yeah, I'm fighting on US time. Last time we fought UAE Russia time. But is that going to be weird? You wake up in the morning and then you go fight? Fucking punches and pancakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now that's what you should throw in Lafayette: punches and pancakes. Punches and baby. pancakes. That'd be a night. Yeah, but it'll be normal time in Lafayette. Oh yeah, shit. Yeah. Damn. Fuck. We should not come up. We. Should. We just keep spitballing here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> something will stick, you know. Yeah, something will stick. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna um start doing some late night runs, like around. Because uh, you have a plan, right? Twelve Eastern. I'll start doing some some sweats. Mm-hmm. Um keep it up when I go out to Vegas and then hopefully when I land there I'm landing there in the morning so I'm gonna just get off the plane and start my day try to go to sleep a little early and wake up earlier so I'm gonna try to get up around like 6 7 a.m Abu Dhabi time when I land out there just to give me a couple hours before I'm gonna be fighting Connor you know you don't be yawn yeah you just don't be yawning that's a bad look yeah yeah and Mike Brown and them will be able to go yeah oh that's awesome yeah. man so everybody will be there Dude, that's freaking Dude, honestly, awesome. and, and it's exciting because it's a new journey for me with all this quarantine and the, and the hustle of traveling to different locations just to get to the fight. Yeah. So I'm excited, man. Let's start the journey. You yeah. Know? Like, I don't know what's going to fucking happen, but let's go. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I mean, to think that. You I know, know I'm going to fight. I know that part's going to happen. Right. But all the other stuff is like exciting. The weight cut and, and you know, not, I can't bring my nutritionist with me. I usually have a team of nutritionists who cook the meals and do all this stuff for me. So I don't fucking know. Damn, bro. Yeah. But when will you be able to start eating again? Oh, after the weigh-in. After the weigh-in. So how long is that weight cut time? I mean, I'm starting, kind of starting my weight cut now, getting, getting, 
you know, I've been dieting for the last eight weeks, hardcore. Mm -hmm. I think I came out here at like 182 pounds, maybe. Yeah. Damn, And then I'll bro. be January 23rd or January 22nd, I'll be 155. So you have to lose like 15% of your body. We, there's a math thing again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I and that was a, definitely that was a guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have to, it's like a, imagine if somebody said cut your arm up and put your arm somewhere. That's crazy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's I mean it's like it's a good bit of a a good bit of weight. One fifty five is getting tough for me to make now, man. Yeah. Yeah. Could this be your last fight at one fifty five? I definitely believe I'm gonna fight at one seventy. I don't know how many times in the UFC. I fought at one seventy before in my career. Dang. Before, but uh, never in the UFC. But I think I'm gonna fight 170 before you know this eight fights run out. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight somebody at welterweight. I'm just glad you and I get to have a good conversation before you go through eight more fights. Yeah. <laughs> and then Subtitles. We're, having, we're having to write stuff on a board yeah. and, and put it back and forth between <laughs> each other. Um, and the gym that we're at right now is this is for weight training for strength and conditioning. Strength and conditioning. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And this is how, how did you get in, in in touch with these guys? So me and Phil, um, Daru Strong, that's his strength, strength and conditioning yeah, facility he, here. They gave me this shirt and they trained me earlier. Yeah, good guy. I'm sure yeah. you'll be sore. Yeah. I've been working with him for a lot of fights now. And, and um, he moved into this new location and I just came with him. He was at American Top Team. Then he was at a place in Pompano Beach. Mm -hmm. um, he has his place in Port St. Lucie as well. He has a big gym there, I believe. And uh, now he has a branch of it here, and this is the one I come to. What, what, if, is, there, is, there, is there a type of gym you walk into where you're like, oh, this ain't for me? Like, it has, like what, what, what does a gym need to have that you like? Uh, I don't really like, like the meathead. Uh, if we're talking about weightlifting gyms or strength and condition gyms, yeah. I don't really like the meathead persona and like tough guy stuff. I just like to work and be efficient and try to get better, stronger. We have like a goal, you know, not just lift heavy shit and make noise. Right. Uh, if we have a goal, we're working towards a goal, that's, that's what I want. Like that Alvin Kamara vibe kind of. Yeah, six touchdowns. I know that's crazy. Yeah, huh? He could have had seven. Yeah, six touchdowns. But if you he's, you get COVID, if you, apparently if you get six touchdowns, you get COVID. That's what they said. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's a good trade off. Dog. Yeah. Take it. I mean, the only one other person has got six touchdowns. A lot of people recover from COVID. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Huh? Yeah. But a lot of people have died as well. I mean, it's tough. You, yeah, I'd take I'd take my chance though. Yeah. I'd go in, I'd go in for six if they gave if they're like, hey, there's COVID in there, but I'm like, I'm going back in. Yeah, you're diving in. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you worry that COVID is a good excuse to get out of a fight if somebody wants to? Do you think that Connor's the type of guy that would COVID out? Nah, no way. He's a real fighter. He's a real fighter. Yeah, he he won't. He won't nah. No way. But I don't know how you get, how would you get COVID? I think you, you could just, I think, find a way to contract, you know, just to get it. Like, yeah. I just think it's, it's like a weird time in history where you can kind of get something to get out of work. You can get it to yeah. get out of things. It's like people have a way out. I mean, you know, if they're healthy, they're probably going to be fine. So it's like, it just, I, dude, I've been trying my best. Honestly, besides going to that hotel, <laughs> I, I go to the grocery store and that's it, and to the gym and that's it. Oh, really? I really try. Yeah. Yeah. Even, like, even when I'm running outside and somebody's on the sidewalk, I'll go in the street. Damn. To run around them, yeah. I'm just trying not to breathe that. Oh, damn. Well, I got tested a couple of weeks ago anyway. Yeah. I'm getting tested tomorrow morning. Damn. Yeah, Zoom on a Zoom call. Really? They're testing over Zoom now? Yeah. I have a, what do they I do? Just guess if you have it? <laughs> I, have a, I have a package. and uh, Oh, my bad. I got I to gotta do it on. on really? And, yeah. And send oh, it, send it, I got to open it in front of them and send it right off. Wow, that's yeah. crazy, man. They just guess if you have it. Miss Cleo's actually on the other <laughs> on the side. <laughs> Put the stick in your nose, darling. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell us. Okay. So before you go, man, uh, 
Dude, I love the new hot sauce. And I'll be honest, I did not think I was going to like it just because everybody sells stuff now. Right. And I got it. And Swipe I was up, like, save 10%. Yeah. Yep. And, um, dude, what I find is, because I, I make basic meals. I don't know. I get turkey meat and get some uh, spinach, mix it together, douse it with the Poirier's, bro. It is good, dude. It's a perfect sauce for me because it's, it's hot, but it's not, it doesn't like burn you out at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not too heavy. It can if you eat a bunch back to back bites of just sauce on something, it'll get a little hot, but it's not bad at all. I uh, the the flavor is what I'm happy with and proud of, man. The Dude, flavor I mean, it's that we really yeah. good, bro. Thanks, like if man. I'm doing eggs, if I'm doing anything, oh, I'm like, oh, it's a eggs. perfect sauce, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of it, man. And and uh, I want to keep going. You know, I want to I want to do more things. I want to have a Louisiana barbecue sauce, a couple other things, right? You know, because you like on to that cook, same right? Line. I love to cook. I love yeah. to cook. Yeah, people don't know that, man. I love to cook, dude. I, I want to cook it. I want to cook and show, man. I'm, bro, I'm gonna I'd do watch, something. I'd watch you go six or seven rounds with a brisket, bro. Right? Oh, dude, I can throw it down. Oh yeah, oh, dude, yeah. I love that. Um, I can throw it down with the brisket. I got the smoker at the house, man. Oh, I'd love to see you beat the shit out of a fucking bag of shrimp, dude. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we're so excited for you, man. We're going to make a $1,000 donation to the Good Fight Foundation. And, Incredible, uh, dude. That's going straight towards uh, Boys and Girls Club. So thank you. Dude, You're that's the man. awesome, man. And, uh, and just thank you so much for spending time with us here today, man. Always. It's cool, man. bro. Thank you for, help, uh, for, for getting Phil to help me get a workout in. And, and um, yeah, dude, this, we just wish you luck, man. We'll be cheering you on, brother. Thanks, man. Godspeed. Three weeks. It goes down. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. Let's go. I can't fucking wait. Let's go. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Amen, man. Now I'm just floating on the breeze and I feel I'm falling like these leaves. I must be cornerstone. Oh, but when I reach that ground, I'll share this peace of mind I found. I can feel it in my bones. But it's gonna take a little time. For me to set that parking brake and let myself all wild shine that light on me. I'll sit and tell you my stories. Shine on me, and I will find a song. I will sing it just Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head. You have three new voice messages. A lot of people are talking about Kite Club. I've been talking about Kite Club for so long, longer than anybody else. So great. Hi, sweetheart. Here's a deal. Anyone who doesn't listen to Kite Club is a dodgy bloody wanker. Jermaine. Hi, I'll take a quarter pounder with cheese and a McFlurry. I think Tom Hanks just butt-dialed me. Anyway, first rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Second rule of Kite Club is tell everyone about Kite Club. Third rule, 
Like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or watch us on YouTube, yeah? And yes, don't worry, my Brad Pitt impression will get better.